I'm going to talk about what Jesus said. Because what Jesus said changed the world. One time he went on a hill. So that thousands of people could listen to what he was saying. And people were amazed at what he said. And the words changed the people. Then, until now, the same words change people. And before I want to start, I want to pray that also these words change and encourage us today. So let's pray together. Jesus, I want to say, my heart is open. Speak to me. Encourage me. My ears are open to your words. Amen. Amen. One of the things that Jesus said that everybody was like, What? He said, You are the salt of the earth. You are the salt of the earth. What? Why did Jesus say that you are the salt? Let me tell you a story. Once upon a time, there was a king who had three beautiful daughters. And as the daughters become older and older, the king thinks about who will inherit my kingdom. So he asks the three daughters to come before him and tell him how much they love him. The oldest daughter comes and says, Oh king, oh father. I love you the way I love my eyes. Because without them, I would be blind. King, I love you as much as I love my own heart. Because without it, I could not live. And the king's like, wow. That's very good. 
was very happy the king and then the second daughter came he comes oh king I love you like the sun because without the sun it would be dark in my world and the king said wow. this is really good and then the youngest comes says king father I love you like people love salt. The king got angry. Like salt. Salt is something very normal. It's not special. Why are you insulting me with salt? Why couldn't you choose something more special, a special spice? But salt? Is that all I am to you? Salt? And he sends the youngest daughter out of his castle. And he decides to give all the kingdom to the oldest daughter. And the young daughter, she was out alone, outcast from the father. Crying sad. How can I tell the king that I love him so much? So she hears that the king has a three-day uh, celebration with lots of guests and food. And so the young daughter, she sneaks into the castle, into the kitchen. And he begs the cook not to put any salt in the king's food, but in everybody else's. Okay. On the first day, everybody ate and everybody was happy with the good food. And But as the king was eating, his food was without taste. Second day, everybody very happy with the food, but the king could almost not swallow the food. And slowly he was becoming angry. And the third day, he could not eat anymore because he didn't like it. It had no taste and no flavor. So he was angry and said, bring me the cook. And he said, what have you done with my food? Cook said, oh, it wasn't me, it wasn't me. Who is responsible for this? It is your daughter that you sent out. Bring her to me. 
So they bring out the daughter. Why did you destroy my food? I sent you out of my castle, out of my life, but you come back and you destroy my food. And then the daughter said, Father, I love you like people love salt. You are like salt in my life. I need your love in my life. I need to be close to you. Only then my life has taste. And flavor. Yes, salt is something simple. But without salt, there is no power in food. And then the king realized what he has done. Big mistake. And he said, I am so sorry, my daughter. Come back into my kingdom. I will give you a part of my kingdom. Because now I understand the power of salt. Jesus says, you are salt. You make a difference. You bring flavor into your world. You bring power into your family. Into your class. Where you hang out with your friends. Without you, this world would be boring. Tasteless. We are not here to endure life, we are here to enjoy life. Just like a soup that has no flavor. You say, Somto, where's the salt? And then you put a little bit of salt in your soup. Huh? And then, and the soup tastes. We are living in a tasteless world. Leonardo, one of the great sculptures, sculptures maker. He made sculptures like this one. Out of a big rock. He chiseled, chiseled, chiseled a horse. His teacher taught him how to do it. When he was working, uh, almost finished at one of these horses, the teacher came by and saw, wow, almost finished. 
And then Leonardo said, oh, do you like it? Do you like it? The teacher said, yes, I already liked the two before you did. But with this one, I will teach you something completely new. So he took the big hammer. Boom! Smashed the whole piece into a thousand pieces. Leonardo, what? Why did you do that? The teacher said, talent is cheap, dedication is costly. You have built a beautiful statue. But it's just a copy from the last one. Just but not different. One more, one more, the Just another quick dollar. This is what I see when I walk around in Siem Reap. Many people doing the same thing every day. No salt. You want to finish school. And you go there and you hide between all the other students. And all you think about when is it over, when is it over, when is it over. And you are not giving your best. You know salt. Jesus said, be salt. Give your best. Give power and energy to what you are doing and make it special. Many people have a job and they cannot wait till they are off the job. What do you think? Will the boss be happy if the workers all think, so I, I'm happy when I'm finished? Who wants an awesome job? Who wants to work very hard? Who wants to make every effort and make the best of every minute that you work on your job? That's good. Very good. Because if you don't work hard, who will employ you for a good job? Whatever you are doing now, if in school or in a job that you don't like, if you don't do it, salty. Don't expect to get a better job. It takes hard work. Make every day a salty day. 
a day where I can make a difference. Where a day where I can bring flavor into somebody else's life too. Where I encourage somebody. And their soup becomes spicy. Bringing salt into your world is practical. In August, we went for um, a boat trip on the Tonles Up. And Bonconi was thinking about how can I make this trip more salty. And so it's not just another trip where we go out onto the lake. Women, men, go back. Making something normal into something special. Everybody can do that. So Connie stopped and he bought a very cheap old toilet door. And this is what happened. Look at all these faces. They just have been salted. You know, this is because one man said, I will make a little bit salty today. The second thing that Jesus said, you are the light of the world. What? <laughs> you are the light of the world. Light has power. When the light of Jesus comes in you, you will shine. If you accept that Jesus into your life, the light of Jesus is in your life. And it's not pretending. You are the light. It's a fact. You cannot turn it off. Yes, you can hide it. But you cannot turn off the light. People will see there's something different. If there would be no light, it would be dark. Who likes the dark? In the dark, you get lost. You cannot find your way. In the dark, you get scared. You get robbed. You get misused. You get killed. In the dark. Nobody wants to live. Jesus says, You are the light of the world. Where you go, you bring light. And when you have Jesus, sometimes you are like this light here. Everybody sees it. Boom. Boom. In your face. Right? Everybody like, what? And you shine your light that everybody can see it. 
But you can also be a different kind of light. How about the light in the refrigerator? There is light in the refrigerator. Ah, you know that? Ah, when you open it, because you are hungry, you go, Woo, there's a light. This little refrigerator light is bright. It's inside. So, maybe you are like a refrigerator light. Somebody has to come very close and open your heart. And see the Jesus inside of you. Or you are like a Christmas tree. Yes, we brought this one out. We didn't have it here last week. Yeah. <laughs> you are like a Christmas tree light. For 10 months in the year, you were in the box. And then for two months, <laughs> you stand in the living room. And you let everybody know about Jesus and about the story of Christmas. Maybe you are like that. When somebody is sick, you're the first one to come there and be there. And shine the light of Jesus to that person. And then you're back again in your box. Or you're like this reading light. A reading lamp. A very personal lamp between you and me. Showing somebody very personal who Jesus is. What kind of light are you? God is using each one of us differently. And don't compare with somebody that is this bright light. Because maybe you are not this light. You're more the reading light. But God is using you in your way. One time, Jim Elliot, he went with his friends into a village to shine the light. And he told about Jesus and what he has done. But the village, they had another religion. They wanted to stay with their boring religion. They couldn't turn off the light of Elliot, of Jim Elliot. Because he would just be salty and shining all the time. So they killed him. And all his friends. 
His wife was living in another country. And she heard that the people in the village killed her husband. She was really angry. What happened? He was only trying to bring salt and light into that village. God why did they kill him? It, nothing happened. A few years later, this woman knew she had to forgive the murderer of her husband. Because she knows also Jesus forgave her. So she went into the village. And she said, everybody listen. I want to say I forgive the murder of my wife. Because Jesus forgave me. And then a few days later, People started to ask, what is this Jesus? And then the whole village started to believe in Jesus. Sometimes you are shining your light and nothing happens. You think nothing happens. But without Jim being killed in the village, the whole village would not know Jesus. Because his wife would not have come. So wherever you are now, bring salt and be light. Bring salt into your family. Bring flavor. Don't be ashamed. Because you can make a difference. And shine your light where it's dark. Because nobody will find their way in the dark. Thank you for listening. We hope you have been inspired and challenged. To find out more about ICF, visit our website. Or find us on SoundCloud or Facebook. We don't want to end without giving you the opportunity to ask Jesus into your life. This will be the greatest decision you will ever make. You can say these words after me. Jesus, I want to know you. Forgive me all my sins. Come into my life. Change me from the inside out. Thank you that you love me no matter what. 
I want to follow you. Prayer, God bless you.